but last time I checked, the world's population isn't lacking. There's that hamster again. To all those wannabe grandmothers out there patiently waiting on a grandchild, you can spoil. You can spoil. You may be waiting longer than you want. Kids are expensive, Trump is president, and baby daddies come with drama. So allow me the chance to focus on something other than my uterus, such as my career, traveling the world, sleep, front row tickets at the Beyonce concert, sleep, and sleep again. So she wants to focus on her career, traveling the world, sleeping, and front row tickets to the Beyonce concert. Guys, this is the state of American women. It is all fun and games until it isn't, as you will see here in the fourth and final article that I am going to point out, and that is Single and Afraid. This is where Yasmin is now. Let's get started. She says, just being honest, I can scream living my best life till I'm blue in the face, but deep down inside, I feel incomplete without a healthy relationship. I still have sand in my shoes from my latest vacation to Trinidad, and although it was an amazing trip there, an amazing trip, there isn't enough ocean views, soca music, Roddy, and Punchin to make me believe I wouldn't have enjoyed it with a bay at my side. Miss Sabu, or Yasmin, Miss Sabu, she is finally admitting to herself and others that even though she's all about girl power and traveling around the world and her career and Beyonce tickets, that her worth is defined by her ability to keep find and keep a man of value. Let's continue because she verifies this. She says, it is with an honest heart that I proclaim that despite my, quote, girls run the world rhetoric, I still define my true worth by my ability to get and keep a man. Let's read that again. It is with an honest heart that I proclaim that despite all of my, quote, girls run the world rhetoric, I still define my true worth by my ability to get and keep a man. I cannot recall, she says, how many Disney princess movies I overdosed on this, overdosed on for this to rest in my subconscious, but it is thriving. This woman is terrible with punctuation. Like, it's, this is why I'm stumbling through this. Every woman ends up at this stage at some point, gentlemen. Some women get here sooner than others, but they always get there. And by then, it's always too late. Listen, they think they have all the time in the world, just like Yasmin did. And this article will hopefully serve as a cautionary tale to women that while living the single life is great, there is a price to be paid. Women need men to complete them, guys, and that is all there is to it. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. They need us a hell of a lot more than we need them. Here is a woman. Here is a woman in her late 30s. She is single, alone, and afraid, and she should be. She should be. And, and again, I'm going to read this again. She says, I still define my true worth by my ability to get and keep a man. There it is, guys. There it is. Listen, I've said this for years and years, and women are always telling me why I'm wrong. But deep down, they know I'm right. Their pride will not let them admit it. Let's continue. I'm single and afraid that I will forever have to list my sister as an emergency contact. I'm single and afraid that I'll be well into my 50s, still asking guys what they like to do and cringing at the WYD text in the middle of the night. Let me adopt my 27 cats now. Oh, my God. <laughs> sister as an emergency contact. Damn, man. Like, real talk, that almost makes me feel sorry for her. 
and she should be afraid. You want to know why? Because she will be well into her 50s and cringing at WYD text. Guys, this is what happens when you act like you have all the time in the world. Girls always mistake a man's sexual attention with a man's desire to commit, and dude, they're always wrong. It is way past too late for this chick. She continues, I often joke with my friends that I wish my mother could just arrange a marriage for me. The gag is that I'm not really joking. At this point, I would gladly accept, accept a groom selected by my mother. I can easily blame her if it doesn't work out. The thought of doing the work to maintain a relationship at watch and watching it slip through my fingers again is completely frightening. Unbelievable. I'm single and afraid that I will swipe right and left till my fingers ache and still be fruitless in search of a mate. So blessed be my fruit and may the Lord open. I'm so, here, we, here we go with that Bible stuff again. I'm single and afraid, she says, that I might actually find the one only to later find out that, that despite my best attempts at being a wife, his flesh will weaken at the slightest touch of another woman. Um, newsflash, sweetheart. God ain't got nothing to, nothing to do with you finding a man. You control your actions and decisions, not God. You see, this is, this is her grasping at straws, hoping against all hope that a higher power will rescue her from her bad decisions. And then she says, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, despite my best attempts at being a wife, his flesh will weaken. Dude, spare me with all that biblical talk. Flesh will weaken. Like you've been in Bible study every weekend instead of at the club. Get out of here with that. Now, she has, now, you know, looking through all that BS babble, uh, she does have a point, right? She does have a point. Listen, man, men cheat. They do. Women do too. But here's the, but, but here's the point. A man is far more likely to cheat on a 37-year-old overweight female than he would a 22-year-old hot blonde. <laughs> I know that's going to upset some black women and maybe even some black men, but that's how it is. And here's the thing. If a man is going to cheat, he'll cheat. Okay, fair enough. There's nothing you can really do about that because we're dogs. It's just how we are. But again, if you are overweight and old, whoever wipes you up will cheat if he, if, if he has a modicum of value. This is on her. If you wanted to lessen the chances of your husband cheating on you, sweetheart, you should have gotten married 15 years ago. You'd have had that locked down 15 years ago. You'd be all right. Then she talks about this arranged marriage. I can easily blame my mom if it doesn't work. So even if her mother, even if her mother bails her out, she's still looking to blame shift, man. <laughs> women, dude, women will, dude, she's going to be a woman till the end. Then she says the thought of doing the work again and watching it slip through my finger. Sweetheart, I don't know if anybody's told you this, but uh, there will be no again there will be no more, there, there are no more guys who want a relationship with you. There are no more men who want to give you an honest try. You spent your 20s rejecting those guys, and now that you look like this, you guys can, and now that you look like this, right? And I know you thirsty dudes in them, man, I would smash that. If you would smash that, honestly, if you would smash that, you are thirsty, But there's, listen, you spent your 20s rejecting these guys, and now that you look like this, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. She concludes, she says, I love myself, I promise I do, but that doesn't stop the panic brewing in my subconscious. At, uh, at the thought, at the though, this woman can't spell or write. My God. 
at the thought of being single past my shelf life? Oh, my God, dude. I'm just going to overlook this ignorance here. The thought of being single past my shelf life and the door to 40 is well in sight. But this honest without self is a task. Being honest, being this honest with, without self is a task. Even as I write, even as I write these words, at the strong woman you see at the forefront is frowning and angered, but also saddened by the honesty. The pressures of getting and maintaining relationships are exhausting, and I want to rescue myself from this dance, but I'm afraid of spending a lifetime being single and afraid. So she says, I love myself. I promise I do. No, you don't. No, you don't. You have to tell us this because it's what you preach, but you don't. You don't love yourself. And by the way, this whole love yourself thing, that has nothing to do with anything. Guys, I know plenty of girls who hate themselves, but they have loved plenty of men. Love yourself, this whole love yourself trope, this is just relationship jibber-jabber. Basically, they're just made up by women to give them, just to give themselves an excuse to reject guys in their 20s. Well, I can't, I can't fall in love with you because I don't love myself. I'm going to have to go and, and, and sleep with DeAndre again. I got to sleep with, with Pookie and Ray Ray again. I got to sleep with Tyrone with the, fi- with the five baby mamas again because I don't love myself. Right? I don't love myself, so how can I love you? Oh, please. Love yourself doesn't mean anything. If you love someone, you love them. doesn't matter if you love yourself, hate yourself, or otherwise. Again, that's chicken soup for the soul type nonsense, guys. And oh, by the way, she doesn't love herself. You want to know how I know? Number one, she said, I love myself. Number two, she says, I promise I do. And number three, she ain't got no man, y'all. She said it herself at the beginning of the article. I still define my true worth by my ability to get and keep a man. So if you define your true worth this way, then there's no way you can love yourself, right? Your false worth says that you have to say that you love yourself, but we all know that you really don't, right? She can admit it. She can actually ad- admit this, or she, or, or I'll put it to you this way. She cannot admit this. If she does, she will concede the hard truth, which is that women need men. Gentlemen, This is the typical dating arc of today's strong, independent, and empowered American women. And guys, this crosses all races, guys. Black, white, Latina, Asian, all women born and raised in America, regardless of race, regardless of nationality, they live this life almost verbatim. Stage one, they start sleeping around with their teenagers. Stage two, they start partying through their 20s. Stage three is realizing that they're 28 and still not married, but then they start to make excuses as to why they're not married or why they're not in a long-term relationship of consequence with a man in demand yet. Men are dogs, they say. Men are no good. Too many F-boys, not enough nice guys. They blame everybody and everything but themselves. Stage four is when they realize that they're a slave to their biology and they finally accept the fact that they'll always be aroused by men who would make great fathers, biologically speaking, but terrible dads. They start to get worried, but they're still attractive enough to warrant attention from these bad boys so they don't slow down the partying. Stage five is denial. They they tell themselves it's okay to be 33 and unmarried with no kids. Beyonce had twins in her 30s. Selma Hayek had a kid at 41. Halle Berry gave birth to 47. And Janet Jackson had a son at 50. If they can do it, I can do it. And I'm only 34. I've got plenty of time. And finally, when they reach stage six, reality hits her in the face when she looks in the mirror 
at age 39, she sees crow's feet. She sees a turkey neck. Everything is sagging. And she woke up in her bed alone as she has for the last decade plus. Now, I'll give credit to Yasmin or Yasmin for keeping it 100, but I don't feel an ounce of pity for her. She, like every woman out here, she made her bed and now she's got to lay in it. She's had plenty of time to settle down and have kids, but instead she made excuses and played the blame game to do what was easy to do, which is sleep around. This woman should serve as a cautionary tale to women who read her blog, but every female always thinks, well, that's not going to happen to me. I'm going to find a great guy and I've still got plenty of time because I'm only 36.